Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday, 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. Hi, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato, the condo expert on the Hayes FM. We were talking about how will it help condo owners from stepping forward. You don't need to step forward because you have a problem. You need to step forward because you don't want to see any future problems and you want to see changes. That's the reason why you want to stay, step forward. And you want to also show that you're interested and you have a voice. And that voice is the Condo Owners Association. COAOntario.com. You know, just recently, there was another issue that came about, and uh, it actually happened in Guelph. Now, COA actually has COA Guelph and COA Kitchener, COA Waterloo, COA Belleville. And basically, to give you a bit of an idea, I mean, you can find it on Google, and you can get more information on it. But, you know, it was about switching for private waste collection. And, you know, how how different condominium corporations are able to store now store their waste. And, you know, I guess the decision of the board of whether or not it would have been a feasible move for them to change what they were going to be doing or how they were operating and certainly how the um, the city of Guelph actually what type of implementation they have because the city's move to a cart-based waste collection system may not always work in certain complexes because the problem is you need space for these things. So there's a huge article right now. I'm not going to go into it completely, but the reason I'm mentioning it is because as you can see, now you would never even consider that that would be a topic of conversation, would you? See, people, when they think condos, they think immediately it's because of a problem that they have. And they don't think about the entire mechanics of the operations. Now, the operations for that can go all the way down. It can go from retrofitting. Say your board has decided that they want to try to cut energy costs. So now they're looking at different ways of of bringing in new types of retrofitting, whether it be the the lights in the underground parking garage, whether it's in the corridors, whether it's in the staircases. They could be looking at maybe solar panels up on the roof. There's different initiatives out there because every time you turn around, there's another company that's out there trying to get the business from the Condo Corporation. Interesting enough, you have to step back and think, okay, fine, if we're making the decision to save money, How much money is it worth to spend in order to save? And what is the return? So it's not just a case of making a decision saying, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. And then put the corporation into a loan circumstance. There's a lot of power given to the board with the present condominium act that does not require any communication or approval with the corporation who are the actual owners. And a lot of times, you know, when things are tough, and it's not easy. I mean, being a board member is not easy. I mean, I am the president of a board. I have been, I've got 17 years experience as a president of the board. And uh, as a matter of fact, two weeks ago, 
uh, we called a meeting of all residents, not just owners, residents, because we have to deal with a underground ramp problem in the building, which is going to shut down in and out access of underground. Now, it is what it is. The building is 12 years old. It's at this time. The repair needs to be done. It's not an easy decision for a board to stop and think, okay, when can we do this and not inconvenience the residents in the building? There is no perfect solution to that. If we wait until September, more people are off holidays and what off, what not. There could be more traffic and more problems. Where is everyone going to park their car? We don't know. All we know is you can leave your parking, you can leave your car parked in the underground parking, but you will not be able to access in and out. Therefore, your car usage is on hold for, you know, three weeks. Now, in this case, originally the quote came in that it would be five weeks, but recognizing the type of problems that this would occur for people, you know, commuting back and forth to work and maybe extra cost for them to go and, uh, you know, park their cars elsewhere, maybe somewhere where it's going to be a lot more expensive. We took all these things in consideration. And then we had an open discussion meeting and we provided alternatives. We provided the engineers came, they gave their, their professional opinions on what the actual problem was, why we had to move forward. We addressed all the questions that came from the floor. No, was it easy? Of course not. It wasn't easy. But, you know, we were trying our best. Our board was trying our best to show transparency and keep our owners and even the residents informed because an inconvenience was coming forward. It was going to be a cost involved to it, you know, which our reserve funds handle. And we wanted to take a look and and find the best solution that we can to get through it. Not to make people happy because no one's going to be happy. Why would anybody? I'm not even happy. You know, no one is going to be happy. It's an inconvenience. And how can people be happy when it's an inconvenience? The good thing about it is, is it didn't break down in the middle of December where cars would be stuck down in the underground and could never come out. And all of a sudden we're going to have to do ramp repairs in weather conditions that could potentially delay the thing for over two months, maybe even three months. Plus, it was close to the electrical panel room. What if we had shorts and faults in our electrical room? Then what? So extenuating circumstances happen. It is the way that the board addresses the problem is where the concerns are. And if, in fact, the board addresses the problem. The other question is, is cost. If the property management company or property manager is presenting three tenders to the board. The question is, is there any conflict of interest? Is there any kickbacks going on? Are these three tenders which are reasonable on today's market? Or if the board member, one board member, actually decided then to step outside of his position as a board member and make a phone call to just a random company, just for curiosity to see whether or not those three tenders of quotes were actually within reason. I mean, after all, he does have the, he or she has the specs. You have the specs. This actually happened uh, in downtown Toronto, um, where the, uh, the board of directors and the property manager approved on a particular renovation um, that was going to happen in the building. And it was extremely expensive. And it would have hit owners' pockets really, really hard. 
and it was not covered. It was a it was a circumstance that had to be coming out of the owners' pockets. So what the owners did, a bunch of them got together, and what they did was they obtained all the specs and they went out and they researched it themselves and they hired an independent engineer. And when they did that, it was ridiculous what happened. The bill to repair the work went from close to $1.8 million, okay, down to under $200,000. Now, how does that happen? How does that type of thing happen? So this is where the concerns are. So all of the condo owners in the province of Ontario, now is the time to get involved with the Condo Owners Association and help them move forward because they are involved in the stakeholder meetings of the Ministry of Consumer Services. And they are advocating and representing condo owners, not service-related trades. They don't have anything to do with service-related trades. All of the emails that are coming in to the Condo Owners Association right now are relating to condominium owners with their own specific problems relating to whether it's their unit, whether it's the building, whether it's problems that they have with the manager, whether it's problems that they have with the board. But it's it's all gearing about themselves. Please, we're not saying that your problems are not important. Of course they're important. They're extremely important and you need help and you want to see changes or at least have assistance to get through the headache that you've got going on right now. But the condo owners, the ones that you don't have any problems and you don't believe you have any problems because you haven't really taken the time to stop and take a look, you may have problems or maybe you don't have any problems. But there is a problem with the Condominium Act, and that's the big problem. Because what that does is it opens the door to all the condominium corporations in the province. And that door to difficulties and lack of governance and accountability in whichever way that the operations are carrying on right now is a problem. You know, we've got uh, by-elections coming up and it's interesting because, you know, if you take a look at percentages of how many people really get involved in the political world and how many, even, even for that matter, take time to, you know, in other circumstances, even go out and vote, the numbers drop. And another news article I listened to this morning, <laughs> that was that was really something. It said uh, the gentleman was talking about how if he wants to talk to his children or he wants to find out how they're doing in school and they're all sitting down at the kitchen table, the best way to get that answer is to text their children at the table, at the dinner table. Text them and then they'll get the answer. Or at least they'll get their attention. If they try to have a communication, well, that's not going to happen. And it's reflective of our young audience today and how important text messages and as I touched on already is social media and Twitter and so on, how important it is. Do you know that if I put a challenge out there, every condo owner in their 20s and early 30s, that would be the young audience of the condominium world. And even if you're a resident, let's bring in the resident too. Please, Twitter. COA Ontario. Just Twitter them or Facebook it. Give us a shorthand with social media. Can you just imagine how many hits would happen overnight? It could actually be a a duplication on a smaller scale, of course, of Facebook. That's what it could be. It really could be. And it only takes 
maybe, what, a half a minute of your time? So let's put the challenge out there. I think it's definitely an easy thing to think about, and it certainly is an easy thing to do. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert, sponsored by Bayshore Health and Wellbeing at the Hayes FM. We'll be right back.